Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back. It's the drive on 93.7, the ticket. And now I have a wrath of wrath. Let's do it. I might have some, I might have some upset people with me after I oh, no. divulge the wrath. It's that, it's that intense. All right. All right. So yesterday I did some flying. I did a little bit more flying than I, than what I intended to do. I, okay. I made a little sna- snafu on my booking, so. Instead of going Omaha to Denver, Denver to Orange County, it was Omaha to Denver, Denver to Las Vegas, Las Vegas to Orange County. Oh, no. I swore when I booked it that there was not a Las Vegas stop, but since I didn't have to get off the plane or something, they didn't have it there, I I missed it completely. So, So you didn't have to get off the plane in Vegas? No, I just sat there for like an hour in the plane. Okay, okay. When, so, when did you realize that you made a little bit of a, of, a, of a mistake, first of all? When I got to Denver, I looked at the sign, and it, it was saying um, Las Vegas, then Orange County. And I was like, oh, no. And I kind of was thinking to myself, it seems like it's a lot longer flight to um, to California than what, than what it used to be time-wise. But yeah. I was thinking maybe the jet stream is super strong this time of year or something like that. So, But, yeah, not true. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but this is where my wrath and wrath comes okay. from. I think to sit in an emergency exit row, mm-hmm. at, you have got to be at least six foot two. Oh, okay. I think that should just be a rule because it's so upsetting for me. Like, I'm six foot seven. Yep. And. I check in early because I want to get, you know, the good, the good exit row seat because I'm a little bit longer than most people. And I get on the plane and like the person, like maybe five people ahead of me. And I, I see in particular, there were, there, there was a couple guys last night. There was a couple girls that they were not cracking six foot. They were, yeah. 
and there was one lady she was like five foot four so she got she got she took the exit row seat okay it was like a couch she had like had her legs like curled up around her i'm just sitting there going i'm like why take take the normal take the normal seat yeah let let the big guy that's even when he's oh horrible that that's annoying so you just had like a normal seat oh like i'm like crammed into the corner sideways making sure that you know i'm not but it was really funny was the 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 so it was a lady and her husband they were flying out to vegas so on the but i didn't i did not know this at the time yeah so the first flight i'm tucked back in the corner you know i I just sort of like wedge myself in and make myself be as tiny as possible Mm -hmm. and I'm like praying. I'm like, please, please, please don't be a guy. Don't be a guy. Like, let it be a tiny girl, you know, so I have some yeah. room to actually. So she sits down. I'm like, oh, thank goodness we have room. I can actually, you know, spread out yeah. a little bit, not a ton. So then it, we go to the next flight from Denver to Las Vegas. And I'm like, please, please, please. And this thing goes, can I sit by you? And I look up. It's the same exact lady. I'm like, you better believe it. Yeah. You know, so I was just like, oh, oh but it just upsets me so much. To see like people that they don't need that extra leg room. They 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 fit perfectly in the normal seat. They look yeah. great in it. You know, cherish have, it. Have you have you ever done like an international flight, Raf? I have not. I okay, have not. so on the maybe they're just so. Here's the thing: is I've I've told this story before. Um, I went to Europe. I, I went to Europe a couple of years ago. Your thirteen countries in like two yeah, weeks. It, yeah, but anyway, okay. So that that's not the that's not the thing. So I went to Europe. And maybe they have bigger flights for just U.S. flights. That's the only; those are the only flights I've been on. It was from Omaha to Atlanta, uh, Atlanta to Paris, and then it was um, Munich to Atlanta, Atlanta to Omaha. Those were that's my only flights I've ever been on. So anyway, it was like the the flight to Atlanta was fine. Like I had one of the aisle seats, so I was like able to stretch out and stuff. But the flight from Atlanta to Paris. Now, obviously, those planes are bigger, right? They're a little bit bigger because you're going to probably sleep on the flight a little bit more as well. Um, but I was – so the layout for, like, rows are two, three, two. And the way that it worked with my name alphabetically, I was <laughs> smack dab in the middle. Oh, no. And I, I never realized how much that, how bad that was because I had a guy on my, to my right, I'll remember, a guy to my right that spoke zero English. He was going back home to Paris, spoke zero English. And then we had a, a, a bigger, a, a little bit of a larger human on my left. And it was, it was like a 15 hour flight to Paris. And it was a very long 15 hour flight to Paris because I was like, dang, this is, this is brutal having to sit here and I can't say anything to a guy. I can't talk to anybody because the guy on the left or the person on my left stinks and it is not, you know, it's just <laughs> sitting there. And then my guy to my right, it does not say a single word of English. So it, it that was it. That was a tough flight. So I remember, I remember uh, the whole plane fiasco as well though, but that's a good one. You have to be at least a certain height to get the emergency. Exit. I think what they can have is like, they can have like a little pilot cutout sign with his hand. Like, if you can walk underneath my finger, <laughs> you have to sit in a normal seat. Exactly. If you bump your head, then you can sit here. But <laughs> if you want to see, if you want to see stunned fear on flyers mm-hmm. that people are flying, is when I, in particular, I fly Southwest a lot because I like where you can adjust your, you can adjust your flight. You don't okay get so. 
Sometimes I forget to check in. And if you want to see fear in an airplane is when I walk in at like C-37 and they know, oh my goodness, he's got to sit in a middle seat. And you see, I feel like Forrest Gump, this seat's taken. This seat's (laughs) taken. Please don't sit here. Please don't sit here. I don't don't want you to sit here. you see like three spots remaining and you see those three people's eyes just go, oh no. Please, please not me. Please, please not me. <laughs> That's funny. I, uh, I, I would like, I, I don't fly enough. Like if Nebraska makes a bowl game, I, I was thinking about probably going to the bowl game this year. Um, but like Nebraska, like, excuse me, I don't fly enough, unfortunately. And I think where were they projected to go? I saw a guy Dallas. came out and had projected. Dallas, yeah, Dallas. but yep, like the... Dallas, I don't mind the drive to Dallas. Like I've, I have, I have yeah, family, I have family down in Fort Worth, and they live. I mean, they live in the it's the North Richland Hills area, down in Texas, yep. which is like you know twenty minutes around te- or twenty minutes outside of of Dallas. So I'm like, gee whiz, yep. like I could I could just drive down there, and, yep. and everything like that because that drive's so easy. Like the drive to Norman, Oklahoma last year was a breeze. Um, easy, yeah. It, so it's just like. I go to all these places that are just driving distance where the drive is just super easy. There's no reason yeah. for me to fly. Uh, but maybe maybe I need to get out more. Maybe this is a, a telltale sign of that I need to get out more and go to California. I need to go to Florida and all these other places. AD, you know, if AD, man, AD, if AD, AD was AD, here right now, he'd be like, don't fly. Yeah, don't no, see, here's it. the deal. Is I, know, I know darn well AD has all these frequent flyer miles. I know he does. <laughs> I know it, but he hasn't offered any yet, and I know he's not listening, so it's okay. Because if I if I called him out on it, he would ask, he would offer. But because that's oh, just yeah, the guy, like, that's here just you the go, guy, keep going. Of, yeah, that's just the kind of guy he is. But you know what? Since AD's not listening, he's got all these frequent flyer miles, and he hasn't even offered to to pay for a plane ticket. So it is what it is. But no, it's funny. <laughs> he gets to do it every every week. He gets to do it multiple times a week. So I guess yeah, maybe, maybe I shouldn't he, envy him. Yeah, I don't think so. He's he's not a fan of all all the all the flying or whatever. And it's yeah. funny is when people that do fly and they experience what he has to go through, and then they're always texting him, going, "I don't know how you do this all the time." Yeah. But. Well, what, what's always <coughs> what's always funny is because like if you're somebody that doesn't fly very often, um, you, you have to get there early. Like you yeah. you want to get there early. You want to make sure you check in and everything like that. My uncle flies quite often. For he actually lives in uh, Lakeside, California. And like he flies quite often for for his job, and it's kind of funny because he's like, "Yeah, I need to get there, you know, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes before I, my my flight leaves. Like, I I know exactly where to go. I know who to talk yeah. to. I know where what to do, where to go, all these things. And it, it just it always shocks us when we take him to the airport or whatever because mm-hmm. we're like, man, we'd get there, you know, two hours early. We'd rather be just sitting there waiting and stuff. But yep. you're that you're ready to go fifteen twenty minutes before." Uh, the flight is supposed to leave, and, and you're all good with it. So it's just kind of funny to kind of see um, how, yeah. how different people are when it comes well, to Well, AD's flying. like a pro's pro, and he's got the TSA pre-check and everything because I've asked him a yeah. few times. He'll be flying out at one thirty, and he's like, oh, I'll leave Lincoln about 11, 11.30 or 11, you know. And I'm like, are you going to have enough time? He goes, ah, oh, I'll be fine. No worries, you know. And me, I'm like, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of in the boat of, I'll get there, you know, maybe two hours beforehand so I can just get checked. The checking in part is just nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. And yesterday it was so funny because usually the TSA pre-check in the prior times, it's been a while since I flew because I was like, they got a brand new x-ray machine at the Omaha airport. Really? You don't have to take, 
you don't have to take your computer out of your bag or anything. It just rolls right through. Wow. But what they were doing was in the old times, I always thought the TSA pre-check people went to their own check line on the right. Well, yesterday they only had two lines open. And so what they would do was when a TSA pre-check person would walk up, they'd get automatically cuts in front of the people that were waiting in line. So wow. this guy, he was about ready to give his license to the, and then the, the guy would be like, Oh, TSA pre-check. And then the guy would cut in. And so if he finally came up to, for him to go and I go TSA pre-check and you just, and he looks over at me and I go, just joking. <laughs> that would, that would piss me off a little bit. That, I'd be like, man, come on. I've been, I've been waiting here for a while. Um, oh, he wait, he waited for probably a good five to 10 minutes. It was so funny. I was like, this is great. That's, that's wild. Um, <laughs> that's, that's rough. I wonder has AD or have you ever missed a flight? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. I always wonder what, what I mean the the panic in in people's minds when they when they miss a flight. So I just always you know because I was always lucky enough to not miss one of the four flights that I've been on. So I was just always curious. Yeah, I've missed I've missed flights. I've had flights like they have a like a city ordinance here where I'm at in Orange County that you can only fly into John Wayne and up until a certain time every night. Okay. So if it gets pet because of the sound the sound ordinance. So if you get to a certain point, you're basically stuck in Vegas. So I was stuck in, I was stuck in Vegas. I thought, like, oh, you're stuck in Vegas. Yay. Well, let me tell you, when you're like wanting to get somewhere and you really don't want to be in Vegas, yeah. it made for a long night and the seats were not comfortable to sleep in. And mm-hmm. it was a very long night in the Vegas airport. So, yeah. yeah. So, so before we get to break here, Don says on the text line, once again, 402-464-5685. My wife and I have humorous times with flights, it seems. Whether it's weather delays, planes suck at the terminal, um, like unable to actually detach from the terminal, or recently it was a cabinet door in the plane for food that couldn't properly close, so we had to wait for a technician. We are cursed for flights. So <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's rough, rough time, rough, rough sled in there, Don. That's too bad. I got it. I, I, I shouldn't tell this story, but I'll have to tell it because I – so I get in the plane last night and – when I was from my Denver or my Las Vegas to uh, Orange County flight, since I got to sit in the plane, I was only one of like final 10 people on the plane. So I snuck up into an exit row seat. And when I sat down in the exit row seat, the, the emergency door, the little thing where you crack it open, not the big handle, but the bottom one, the, the Velcro thing, it sort of fell off a little bit. And I noticed that, that, it had a wire attached to it. So I guess if you pull that all the way off, it probably alerts the cabin or whatever. Oh, I was like a surgeon. I was so gentle. I placed that Velcro thing. I, I push, I, I was like, I cannot have this wire it, break it, because, and, and nobody never knew. Nobody ever knew. No, no one knew. That's perfect. And then when we were, when we were flying into Orange County, I was like, Oh, I sure hope there wasn't like a malfunction or anything with this door right now, but we made it safe and sound. So I'll let, I'll let today's person deal with that. Yeah, so there's probably a person right now just surgically putting that Velcro piece back onto the door right now. That's awesome. All right, let's get to break, Graf. All right, this is Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. 